welcome back. Let's continue with this example of Jim and Sally. And Jim and Sally are age 66. They're looking to retire. They're trying to figure out whether or not $350,000 of assets is going to allow them to do that. Um, so they want to know what age they should retire, what age uh, they should file for Social Security. And I'm just taking you through an example of how I would answer those questions. The third assumption was Social Security. Should they file at age 66? Should they file at age 70? Um, now, obviously, at 70, the amount is higher. Uh, the, so the amount of investment income that they're going to need to supplement Social Security is going to be lower. But the biggest difference between age 66 and 70 is what happens in between. If Jim and Sally retire at age 66, file for Social Security at that time, their investments, they need to have enough investments to make up $14,000. Now, if they only have to make up $6,000, which would be the case at age 70, what happens in between? Um, for purposes of an example, I'm, not, I'm just using simple math here. I'm not using any kind of rate of returns. But what would have to happen for Jim and Sally is they would have to pull $36,000 from their investments for four years. So if they retire at age 66 and do not file for Social Security, their investments are going to have to make up the income that's needed. Then when they receive their Social Security at age 70, their investments would only have to make up that difference of $6,000. Now, if you pull $36,000 from $350,000 of assets for four years, you're going to have $206,000 of assets. So you started out at 66 when you retired at 350. You pull 36,000 for four years, you have 206,000 at age 70. Now, is that a good idea or is that not? Is that not a good idea? And this is where I'm going to compare and contrast the different ages. The next step of what I'd want to do with Jim and Sally is take a look at whether or not they're going to outlive their money. You know, the big fear most people have in retirement is that they're going to run out of money. So how can you do that? Well, one of the ways that you can do that is by taking the amount of assets that you have and dividing it by the annual income that's needed to be produced from that. And that will give you a multiple. So in this situation, if we took $350,000 of assets and we divided it by the $14,000 that's needed, that would give us a multiple. And this goes back to the budget again. As I said before, how, how important this budget is. Well, that $14,000 came from the additional that was needed above Social Security to make the budget. So the budget's not good. This, this analysis is going to be flawed. But assuming that the budget is good and they do need to produce that additional $14,000 above the, the $22,000 of Social Security, that will happen 25 times. So $14,000 will go into $350,000 25 times. Or another way of looking at that is that their investments will last for 25 years. So if they retire at age 66 with $350,000 of assets, they start pulling $14,000 of assets every year, they're going to be able to do that for 25 years. But at age 91, their assets are going to run out. Now this would make me very uncomfortable for Jim and Sally because the life expectancy today for someone age 66 is about 20 years, maybe a little bit longer. So age 91, is not, there's not a lot of margin there. People are living longer, we have to be careful about that. We have to plan for the worst. 
Um, and this would make me very uncomfortable because running out of money at age 91 is probably going to be a real issue for them. But it would make me even more uncomfortable when I consider what happens in an emergency. This analysis is based on $3,000 a month from the budget. What happens if they have a bill above that? What happens if they have to get a new car? What happens if they need to fix the house? What happens if they need a medical bill paid? They're going to have to draw their assets to do that. So they're going to have to dip into the 350000 to pay that bill. So any bill above $3,000 is going to need to be paid that way. Well, if you decrease the asset, you're also going to decrease the multiple. So if you decrease the $350,000 of assets, then age 91 is actually a best-case scenario. And it's obvious, it's obvious that during the course of retirement, they're going to have some emergencies and some things that happen. So I would be very uncomfortable with that. So if Jim and Sally were coming to me with 350000 of assets, asking me if they could retire, I'd have to say no. You know, we're going to have to go back to the drawing board. You're going to have to work longer. We're going to have to have a higher Social Security benefit, a lower budget. We're going to have to have some, some combination of that because you're just not ready. Now, what about the second scenario? Remember, the third assumption was 22000 for Social Security, 30000 if they waited till age 70. Now, if they wait till age 70, they're going to be drawing down their assets for the four years. So they're not going to have $350,000 of assets going forward at 70. They're only going to have 206000 of assets. But the income that's needed at that time is going to be lower. It's no longer 14000 It's just 6000 because now the Social Security benefit went from 22000 up to 30000 Now, if you divide the asset by the income, you're going to find a mul the multiple is 34. So if you take $206,000 of assets and divide it by an annual income of $6,000, it would do that 34 times. So in that scenario, even though they have less assets, they need to produce less income, their assets do not run out for 34 years. So they actually don't run out until age 104. Now that would make me a lot more comfortable in their situation. That's almost 20 years past life expectancy. A lot of margin there for emergencies as well. So if they need to dip into their assets, uh, with the best case scenario being 104, if it's less than that, it wouldn't make me as uncomfortable. Certainly not as uncomfortable as age 91. So what are my conclusions? What, am I what are the points that I'm trying to get across here? And there's basically three uh, principles that I want to get across to you with this example. And uh, we might run out of time today and we'll have to continue next week. But the first principle is that the decision to retire is separate from the decision of when to file for Social Security. The decision to retire is separate from the decision of when to file for Social Security. What I'm trying to show you in this case example, this case study, is that it's better for Jim and Sally to retire at 66 but wait on Social Security. Those decisions need to be made separately. Now, what we typically do is we make them automatically. If you're talking to someone about retiring, generally in that same conversation, they'll say, yeah, I need to go down, uh, get online, go down in the office, get my benefits. We tend to think of them as being the same, and they could be the same, but, that, but most likely they're going to be different. So, that, so all I want, the only point of the first principle 
is that I want those decisions to be made separately, not automatically. The second principle is that I want you to consider retiring on your assets, but waiting on Social Security. Retire on your assets, but wait on Social Security. Now, this is the most difficult thing for people to see. And if you go back to the example of Jim and Sally, most people would not conclude that they're better off spending down their assets over a four-year period to receive an $8,000 higher Social Security benefit. So at age 66, you have $350,000 of assets. But by age 70, you only have $206,000 of assets. So most people would not conclude that you're better off, better off waiting on Social Security by depleting half of your assets. In this scenario, Jim and Sally would have depleted almost half of their assets to receive an $8,000 increase in Social Security. That doesn't really make sense. Most people will conclude they've worked their entire life, uh, they've saved money, why in the world would they deplete their life savings over a four-year period just to receive that small increase in Social Security? But what I'm, trying to, what I'm trying to teach you here is that the real benefit in retirement is not the asset. The real benefit in retirement is the income. And this is back to the things that we've been talking about for the last several weeks. This lifetime income, people, people living longer in retirement than they ever have uh, worked. And just the need to have sources of income that last for that period of time. Someone hitting retirement right now at age 66 would be expected to live 20 or more years. That's going to go up. Life expectancy is increasing. Medical, uh, medical advances and so forth. And ju just even the other day, I think last week, I heard uh, someone talking about a new diagnostic test for predicting heart attacks. Heart attacks are one of the major causes of death. Now they have a diagnostic test that they can predict whether or not someone's going to have a heart attack. And they can treat that accordingly. Last spring I heard a, um, an interview from the head of the Cleveland Clinic. That, that doctor was talking about gene therapy. And they have the ability to look into, at a baby's genes and determine what disease they're going to have, such as cancer. And the key to treating cancer is to do it early. So they can look at a baby and they can determine by looking at their genes whether or not they're going, to they're going to have cancer, maybe 20 years later, and how you can go ahead and treat that now and how that's going to prolong life expectancy. In fact, that, that speaker started talking about people living past 100 and it scared me to death because, again, 95% of the people that I meet with are just not prepared for that type of life. So the real value to retirement is the, is the income, not the asset. And while it wouldn't appear on the subject that waiting on that increased Social Security benefit would be very beneficial, especially not at the expense of your lifelong savings, but it is because we're living longer. We need these lifetime income sources. Maximizing the lifetime income source is the most important thing that you need to do in retirement. So retiring on your assets, waiting on Social Security. It's not really logical, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but when you think about how long we could live in retirement, it does make a lot of sense. 
And we're running out of time, so we'll just have to close uh, for today and pick this up next week. You've been listening to Insights with Philip Wilson, an Alabama-registered investment advisor. Learn more by visiting his website at ssmistakes.com or by calling 205-868-9297.